And, oh, don't worry, everything is going to go to a vote. And, oh, yeah, don't worry, we're not going immediately back to standard scoring once I take the reins. No, that's definitely not going to happen, guys. I'm really noble and honorable. Good luck. Got a great show for you guys today. This is the first episode after our amazing draft. What a great draft it was. It's nice drafting clear and sober for once. I walked away with this uh, with the best feeling I've had from a draft. Um, partially it's because Dylan really helped me out by making me a sick deal where I got to move up multiple rounds in a conditional pick in which the conditions would have been a miracle for them not to hit. So thank you for that, Dylan. Part of the reason why you got to go as commissioner, I guess, you know, can't be making these bum-ass deals with your brother, you know, the sneakiest one in the league. Now, I should introduce myself, by the way, I am Nick Wagella, a.k.a. Mr. Podcast, a.k.a. Split Sith Nick. You know, back here for another week of the Booty Bowl Podcast, something I did promise to do every week. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition, but for now, we're going strong. We tried to do one last week. Croc wasn't feeling it, so uh, I think I've officially taken over these Booty Bowl podcasts. He was a little salty about it at first, but he made us stop last time, and we kind of went into the living room and stopped doing it. He, he wasn't interested. He, did, he wasn't prepared, to be honest. He doesn't know how to fill time like I do. Now, in terms of side drinks today, since, you know, sober, uh, not drinking any beer, though I wish I was, uh, and you didn't hear a can open, and that's because I don't have LaCroix here. Instead, you know what I did? I went out and bought a soda stream machine, so I make my own LaCroix now. I got it right here in my Baratheon glass. Let me take a sip for you. You know, not as good um, when it doesn't come out of that beautiful can. Give me that feeling of like I'm drinking a beer or something. But also, got some coffee next to me because I've been chugging that down. I got a new coffee maker too, guys. I'm just full of all the gadgets, guys. I am Mr. Electronic. You know I like them. You know I got some Alexis here. You know I'm getting some more. So be prepared. I want to mount one in my bathroom. I think that'd be cool. A little dot in there. Get some music going while I'm taking a shit or a shower. You know, (sighs) speaking of shits, man, we got to talk about Paul Vogel's draft team. Boy, Uh, well, we'll get to that. But first, let's go over the draft and the special draft preview. Or not preview, draft review. Not preview, review of, of players that will be on our minds for the next four months or however long fantasy goes. I can't count. Can anybody really? So I'm looking at the draft results there and plugged in weird because, you know, um, it says Saquon Barkley went number one, but the shocker of the trade was. Me and Dylan traded, uh, swapped first, second, fourth, and tenth round picks. So I moved up in the second, the fourth, and the tenth, and moved down in the first. And Dylan got Gurley. So Dylan, number one, Gurley. No surprise there. Went standard. Number two, Eric takes Le'Veon Bell. Is a surprise to me because I thought he was taking David Johnson, but his excuse is that he took David Johnson in another league and doesn't want to be fucked in both via an injury. You know what I say to that? Weak, Eric. You, if you think David Johnson's going to be better than Le'Veon Bell, it's weak to not take him there. And especially, it, it makes me think that you value the other league more than the Booty Bowl, which, uh, once I take control, is not going to be okay. That's fine. The $5 fine, add it to the pot. We're doing fines next year, guys. Uh, number three, Ezekiel Elliott. Another surprise here. Uh, Mike Wells, Lynch Mob, takes him. And uh, I really thought it was going Kamara. I think it's a smart choice. I like Elliott. I would have took David Johnson over him, but can't can't uh, can't go wrong with Elliott. Guaranteed workload, less of a risk on a team that's 
Uh, they're probably about the same, those two teams. Four, we got David Johnson by life. Some Mitch. Good pick, Mitchell. I know you weren't expecting him to fall there, but it ended up working out. And you got your boy from your state that you currently live in. Good, good job. Five, Antonio Brown to the replacements. Jeff replacing Adam Copeland this year. Antonio Brown, Jeff, safe, solid pick. I would not have made it. I would have taken Saquon Barkley there or Alvin Kamara if you made me. You know, running backs are at a premium. Antonio Brown has been solid, though, so I can't fault you for it. I just don't do, I just don't do these first-round receivers anymore. Six, we got Paul Vogel taking Alvin Kamara right there, baby. Liked that pick for me, but for him, a little risky. I mean, Kamara's only going into his second year. Yeah, he was great last year. He had a great YPC, but he had limited touches, and I'm just worried that if he has this big workload without Mark Ingram, we'll see if his body can hold up, and especially now that teams are going to have film on him and know who he is and what he can do and not have to plan for that two-headed monster for the first four games at least. We'll see how it ha- we'll see how it comes down. I don't know. I, it's a little shaky. I know, and now I'm about to say mine. Number seven, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, never been tested. Has a tweaked hamstring in the preseason, but this kid is special. Highest spark score ever coming into uh, the NFL. Like demolished everyone's things for the combine. Uh, guaranteed workload on a team with a lot of stars. I know people are worried about their offensive line, but Odell playing, Evan Ingram playing. And Saquon Barkley is going to mask up a lot of that and a lot of Eli's futility. So I'm happy with it. He's who I wanted all along. I just couldn't take a number one. Point I will get to soon. Uh, Eight, Melvin Gordon, solid pick, safe pick, guaranteed workload over there. Goes to winners win, a.k.a. never wins since he did the first time. Jeremy Mahar, cousin of mine, cousin, I love you, brother. But I dig it. Uh, solid pick. I approve. Gets the next stamp of approval there. Now, here's where we come into some problematic areas and bad drafting, in my opinion. Uh, Mike Carls, Drake's favorite team, takes Dalvin Cook here. And I don't want to argue against the player. Dalvin Cook was great when he was healthy. Um, probably going to be pretty good again. But so I'm not arguing with the player. If that's who he has ranked there, fine. That's how who he has ranked there. Here's the problem. You know Cruck isn't going to take Dalvin Cook with his next two picks with Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, and DeAndre Hopkins on the board. So why don't you? So so because he's ninth, and then there's two ten picks, and you know, you I mean, do your homework. You know Cruck's not going to take Dalvin Cook there. If you were, you could have what you could have done, Mike. And I think I don't know how you value them. Uh, I don't know if you value Kareem Hunt over Leonard Fournette, but you could have got Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook, and I think. Um, had you of have done your research, you know, that's when you draft players. Like I would like in the second round, I got Julio Jones. And honestly, if I had to pick between the two, I would have rather had, I would, I found, found it more crucial for me to have Gronkowski than it is for me to have Julio Jones. So if I was doing straight up, not doing any research, I would have took Gronk there. But because I know you guys aren't high on him, just like you should have known that Kruk isn't high on them. And, and I even told you who Kruk was planning on taking because I don't think there's anything wrong with knowing who people are going to be taking because you get to your positions, you take the people you want. But you should have taken Fournette there, let Kruk take Hunt and Hopkins, and then took Dalvin Cook. Because, I mean, unless you like um, Hunt better than Fournette, I don't know. But what I'm saying is there was no risk in losing Dalvin Cook in the next two picks. But you took him anyway, even though you could have got someone else. You could have took Hopkins and Cooks. I don't know if that's what you would have liked or if you would have rather had the double RBs. But, yeah, yeah, uh, poor job, poor execution. I give you points down for that. Not that I disliked the player. should be solid. But I disliked your strategy and your mental mindset going into this. So we got correct taking DeAndre Hopkins. Ends up with the second-best receiver, supposedly. And I know the top, the top four are interchangeable, in my opinion, but um, solid pick, can't complain. Then Leonard Fournette gets a better running back than Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, and uh, more guaranteed running back than Dalvin Cook is. Because, you know, face it, Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray is there. They paid him a lot. And I think they're going to slow him into it because he got hurt last year. And he's got a new offensive coordinator. Don't exactly know if they're going to work him like Pat Shermer tends to do with his running backs, Saquon Barkley. All right. Then uh, we got... Mike taking Cream Hunt. Again, can't argue the pick. Just don't understand 
why you wouldn't have taken him at nine, because you said you were surprised to get Kareem Hunt. If you liked him more than Fournette, you should have took him at nine, knowing Kruk was not going to take Dalvin Cook, because he did not want him. Neither would have, Cook would have fell to me had you not taken him. So you could, you could have even done some trading down if that's what you wanted, which, you know, I guess not everyone is that great at trading like I am, where I can find and swoop into the positions I want to be in. Like it or not, I did it last year, got the players I wanted. Y'all made fun of my team. Turned out good for me. This year, I don't think anyone's making fun of my team because I had the best draft. But we're moving on. We got Odell Beckham Jr. going to winner's win. Solid. He was not expecting to get him. Thank you so much for taking him. It would have been really tough for me to take Odell and Saquon Barkley. It would have been a little bit of a nightmare for (laughs) if the Giants somehow weren't as good as they should be. Then we get Julio Jones on to me at split sits. And, you know, I'm very happy with that. I was not expecting to get Julio, but I got a receiver that could finish as the number one receiver. Only had three touchdowns last year. That's going up. I guarantee you that. Um, uh, One of the perennial best receivers in the league. Probably upset that Odell got paid this much. Hopefully he doesn't hold out for another contract bump. Sorry, I got to take a drink. It's a lot to talk here. Ooh, homemade LaCroix, baby. Quick pause. Um, Congratulations, Eric. You had a baby. That is such a big accomplishment. His second kid, Kinsley uh, Patricia Robertson. I don't really know the middle name. Um, welcome to this world. Sorry that Eric is your parent, but at least you have Caitlin as a mom, and she'll keep you in line. Oh, boy, she will. Um, but, yeah, congrats, Eric. Not going to make fun of you for having a kid like some people would. Um, but what I am going to say is, question out there, bigger accomplishment. Second kid, because we're not talking first kid, or first time commissioner of the Booty Bowl. We'll leave it out there, let you guys decide, but you know where I lean. Next pick, Booty Champ takes Christian McCaffrey here. Someone who seems like he's going to be guaranteed a large-ass workload for the first time well, I guess he's only a second. Another Paul's got another second year running back. Uh, all preseason, he's been swamped with carries, as I think ninety percent of the workload compared to C.G. Anderson, who low key had a thousand yards last year. I'm not sure what their intentions are with that. I feel like they're going to try to break him, which kind of scary. I don't know, Paul. Uh, you're going two risky players that uh, are smaller than the average player that are going to get much bigger workloads this year. You're team will put you on injury notice jeff number six in the second round takes keenan allen the receiver from the los angeles chargers not the clippers the chargers now i like keenan allen um i didn't want to draft him this year but i can't really deny the player i'm not sure if his injury risk of two seasons ago is completely gone away I'm not sure the presence of mike williams being healthy i'm not sure you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, they have they have weapons on that team. That team's a favorite to go to the Super Bowl by a lot of people. But what I'm really not sure of is drafting two receivers with your first two picks. You now have Antonio Brown and Keenan Allen. Should guarantee you the best receiving core in the league, provided no injuries. But running backs are at a premium, so I don't know. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough for you. I'll tell you that. Eric did it once. Drafted a bunch of receivers. Did not finish well. Next, we got Lysa Mitch with Devontae Adams. Kind of a steal. Um, I don't know how I feel about Adams. I probably would have drafted... Not, I, I shouldn't say a steal. Going appropriate right there. I think I might have liked Michael Thomas more, but I'm biased against the Packers. But Adams should be a touchdown machine. Uh, we'll see about Jimmy Graham being there if that goes down. Because he is a touchdown machine. But Jimmy Graham should be taking some of those. Still should be solid. Provided he's healthy. Plays with the best quarterback in the league. Can't argue there. Devonta Freeman goes to Lynch Mob, Mike Wells. Uh, Freeman's been solid. I don't know how much I like this pick. I just, I've just i been a big fan of Tevin Coleman, and there's only a matter of time before he takes that role over. Freeman's just too small. They figured him out. Nine, Joe Mixon goes to Civ Div. This is another pick where I feel like Eric and Mike team are just getting too cute. Eric... You know I've been nonstop talking about getting Gronkowski at the turn. You know Dylan, if you had talked to him at all, uh, doesn't want 
Joe Mixon and likes to switch it up, go receiver or running back receiver. He already has Gurley. I can't see him taking Mixon there. He's going to take uh, either A.J. Green or Michael Thomas like he did take. So why not in that situation you take someone like Gronk from me? I guess if you take Gronk from me, I'm probably taking Mixon. But you could have took him. Michael Thomas, and still got Joe Mixon in the next round rather than T.Y. Hilton, who I hope you have higher than T.Y. Hilton. Or, um, you know, I don't know, someone else. Like, I guess, uh, I don't know who you would like better uh, receiver-wise. I guess, unless you like T.Y. Hilton better than Michael Thomas, or you obviously do like him better than A.J. Green. But, yeah, uh, poor choice. You could have got Gronk. You know, I'm not, I wasn't going to... I might not have been a guarantee to get mixed, and I probably would have traded it down at that point. But, you know, stop, stop getting too cute. Learn, your, learn the people around you and draft accordingly. Then we got Dylan taking Michael Thomas. Worked out for, for me because it pushed my 10th, trade for, or my 10th round trade through because he got one of the receivers he wanted. Round three starts with me taking Gronk, something all of you knew from the moment we pulled out of the hat or the moment rankings pushed Gronk to the beginning of the third, end of the second round. You know I wanted him. There's no way I'm not going to get him. I get him most years. Gives me a great positional advantage over all of you guys. And you're not not missing, or you're not going to finish in last when you have the best tight end because of how much better he is than the other tight ends. Especially this year when you don't know about Kelsey with the new quarterback and you don't know about Zach Ertz with the quarterback situation going on there with all the injuries. Next, we got T.Y. Hilton. Another reach by Eric. Um, I know he likes him. I'm I'm not going to shit on Eric's talent evaluation because no one in our league watches more film than he does on stuff, at least on golf. I'm not sure how big he got into fantasy football, but um, if Eric likes him, I believe him. So, you know. Only only receiver I could really throw a fit. There's well, there's two I could really throw a fit. AJ Green should be a lot better than Ty Hilton, I think, and Tariq Hill should be a lot better than Ty Hilton. But we'll get to those. Before that, we got Stefan Diggs going. Obviously, I don't like that pick when AJ Green and Tariq Hill on the board. But Diggs should be in for a bigger role this year than Thielen, I believe. Kirk Cousins changes it up. Uh, I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to see. Thielen at much as a safety blanket. I mean, he could still, but not as much as Case Keenum. Kirk Cousins is more of an idiot and will probably get, take some more chances. Uh, next, we got A.J. Green. Another steal for Mitchell going to Life's a Mitch. Good pick, Mitchell. Should be solid. Next, we got Jordan Howard going to the replacement. So, Jeff, his first running back. Now, I'm, I'm um, not super high on Jordan Howard. I think he's ranked adequately and right where he's probably going to finish. So taking the best running back left on a team that doesn't have one, good choice in my opinion. Next pick, Booty Champ takes Doug Baldwin. Now, I don't like this pick. You got Tariq Hill there, and Doug Baldwin's, Baldwin's been hurt. They just they just paid uh, Tyler Lockett too, which makes me question the what's going on over there. But, you know, Paul's reading from a magazine from the 80s. He doesn't really know what's going on either. This is this is the most flabbergasted I've seen Paul at a draft. It was pretty fun to watch. You know, and then somehow he's still going to finish in the playoffs cuz he always does. Don't don't really know how he does it, but if there's a year for it not to happen. This is the year. Dylan picking Thielen. Don't like it. Really don't like it, especially with Tariq Hill still there. Come on. What is wrong with you guys? What do you not see in Tariq Hill? I he, he's the fastest player in the league with the quarterback with the biggest arm in the league. This guy is going to outperform. I mean, I think the cutoff is right after Michael Thomas. Like, Tariq Hill is the best one after that. Uh, And I know that pick also pissed uh, Drake's favorite team off because he was going to take him right there. But he ended up taking Larry Fitzgerald and calling it a day with some safety where his first receiver off the board. So Mike got Larry Fitzgerald. Um, yeah, I, I guess with the running backs you have there, it's a safe pick because Larry Fitzgerald is guaranteed uh, lots of workload, lots of catches, especially we're half point this year. I like it. Ghost Rider takes Mike Evans. Along, so this team is truly 
the biggest boomer bust team. Who knows what Tampa Bay is going to be with all their players. You got a little nicked up in the preseason game against the Lions, but, you know, talent-wise, it's a solid pick. I mean, a couple weeks ago, Mike Evans was going 10 picks higher, and he fell to Crook. So Crook's got a team that's going to be boomer bust, especially with his fourth-round selection, first overall, Jarek McKinnon, who they just, San Francisco just paid, but there's questions there. You don't really know what's going to happen. I believe he's injured, so... We'll see. Then we got Mike Carls taking Juju Smith-Schuster, a receiver that I am not that high on because, I don't know, it's a second-year player. Um, he he plays behind Antonio Brown. I think there are other players that play in front of play, or other receivers that play in front of people that could go there, the less risk. I guess, I guess this is your upside pick to pair with um, Larry Fitzgerald. So with that aspect, I dig it. Winner's win takes the second tight end off the board, Zach Ertz. You know, solid. Um, he's he's been good for Philly. There's no Trey Burton now. Can he stay healthy? Can the can the Eagles stay healthy? Is there a Super Bowl hangover? We don't know. Risk you got taken round four. Then we got a Marshawn Lynch. Oh nope, sorry. This is where the trade. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I take the first quarterback and I go running back, wide receiver, tight end, quarterback. Interesting strategy. I'll explain it now after I take a drink of this homemade Lacroix. Beautiful. Oh, wait. Let me take a drink of this homemade coffee, too. It's Pete's. Oh, a lot colder than I expected for some reason. All right. So, I know you, you're supposed to wait on quarterbacks. And I know you're supposed to wait on tight ends, unless you get the top ones that I did. What's weird and that people don't talk about is pairing them together with Gronk and Rodgers. Now, we are in... A league with only 10 people, so that changes things for me. Positional advantages are key to winning the Booty Bowl. That's why uh, I believe if the winners that have won the league that don't have, like, the best surprise running backs, like, I know Mike Carlos has won a lot, but you need you need these. Like, I'm going to have a tight end and a quarterback that's better than anyone's tight end or quarterback. That's two wins right there. I got a solid receiver, a solid running back, and I got some fill-in players. Now, the reason I don't stress about taking these first and minimizing everything else is I think, uh, concurring with everyone else in the league, I know the players that I want that are that are next. Like I know Mike Carl said at the end of the draft, there's like a bunch of players you still want. And there's the same with me. There's players I want to pick up and drop right now, but we just because it's a ten-team league, there's more out there, and I know people like. Paul or uh, I don't know whoever else doesn't prepare as much as I do just because I'm constantly listening to these podcasts I know that I'm going to be able to pick players above them and make trades and get the guys I want so give me the positional advantage I'll take it and I'm going to roll to the playoffs this year next pick Brandon Cooks booty champ uh, boomer bust player um I don't believe in Jared Goff but I believe in Sean McVay and we'll see how they utilize Brandon Cooks uh should be a good down the field threat he's one of the premier talents that never really came to be in fantasy football it's been okay but we'll see what he can do on the rams and we got alex collins by the replacements uh terrible pick jeff uh first bad pick by you a pick that dylan for some reason got sad that he didn't get so dylan you should give jeff a big thank you because alex collins blows and probably won't be the starter by the end of the season there in baltimore uh so Jeff, your running backs are suspect as fuck. You better hope those receivers come through for you. Then you got LaShawn McCoy going to Mitchell. Can't argue this pick. I mean, if he plays, it's going to be great. If he doesn't play, it might sabotage your team, but it's in round four, so you should be able to recover henceforth. But the Bills are going to be bad this year, so good luck. Lunch Mob takes Travis Kelsey a pick he was trying to float out there that he was going to take in the second. Something I didn't believe because why would you take it in the second when you could take it in the third if you were really going to do it when you know me and Eric weren't going to draft Kelsey, especially over Gronk. So makes sense you take to the third. Jeremy gave you a gift by taking Ertz before him. You know, that's neither here nor there. I probably would have rather had Kelsey because he's a better player than Ertz and I like to go based on who's better player if the situation is relatively close especially Kenyon Drake goes Civ Div Eric oh you know I want it Kenyon um but I don't know he's another question mark Eric your team is kind of like 
You got Le'Veon Bell, someone who you yourself say is a question mark, especially to start the season, and he's never said he was coming back. I'm sure he will, so little risk there. You got Joe Mixon coming off not too great rookie campaign. Yeah, he should be guaranteed a pretty good workload, but they still got Giovanni Bernard there. Their offensive line questions are are still prominent, and Andy Dalton's there. You know, they... I don't know. Questions. I'm not saying it's a terrible pick. I'm saying questions. It's not a guaranteed number one stunner. T.Y. Hilton, pretty much luck-dependent, who could get injured at any second. We don't know. Kenyon Drake. Um, it's the Dolphins. There's not many teams that I would rather not root for than the Dolphins of how putrid that roster is, in my opinion. I couldn't even tell you one player on their defense, and... I mean, I guess they're going with Ryan Tannehill again for some reason. A terrible last quarterback who uh, probably will be his last uh, time starting a football game this year. So, good luck. Next pick, we got Dylan taking Marshawn Lynch, someone who should should be closer to what we expected him to be last year, but I don't know. I still think Doug Martin's pretty good and that he's there, went undrafted in this league, but... You know, people are talking. John Gruden's there. He likes to run the ball. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Can't really argue with that much. Then we got me taking Golden Tate, the first Lions player to go off the board. Of course, goes to me, Golden Tate. Should be a PPR monster because he catches the ball so much in the Lions offense. Is going to have to score a lot of points if you see how this defense has been playing. Um, so you can expect some fast-paced drives from the Lions this year which should result in some quick passes like they normally do to Mr. Golden Tate. Hopefully he can break some long ones for me as my second wide receiver. I dig it. Chris Hogan goes next to Eric. And, you know, yeah, good pick. But also, what happens when Elman gets back? Another risk, Eric. I don't know. I don't know how I'm not too hot on your team this year, man. I uh, tell you what, I'm not, I'm not early projection. Not picking you to go to the playoffs based on your team. Maybe I'll pick it based on your management because... I trust your evaluations, but, well, I don't know if I even do because I don't believe in, I don't, I don't have these same theories. I would have rather had receivers here. Um, I guess, I mean, I, I don't think it's a terrible pick, honestly. I don't know if there's any receivers I would have rather had. Probably Corey Davis who went in the next round, but uh, it's risky is what I'm saying. Not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's got questions, and you don't have, like, your team is missing that anchor for just straight up, like a Larry Fitzgerald or I guess Le'Veon Bell is your anchor, but, I mean, the beginning of the season, like you always say, is a question mark. Lynch Mob takes Marvin Jones. You know, I always say I like Marvin Jones uh, better than Golden Tate, but half point makes me want to pick Tate, and with Kenny Galladay being healthy, Marvin Jones' deep work might get a hit. I don't really think they will, but... I see Marvin Jones, I think, finished in top, definitely finished in the top 10 receivers last year, but I don't see I don't see him doing as much as he did last year, and I think Tate goes above him this year. Lysa Mitch, Demarius Thomas. I don't know about Demarius Thomas. That's honestly a player I did not do much homework on at all because I was kind of set on getting uh, Emmanuel Sanders at some point. So I like him better than Demarius Thomas. So we'll see. They, don't, they have Case Keenum. Probably not going to have as good of a season as last year, but they're not going to need to because they have that kind of defense on Denver. Replacements take Royce Freeman. Someone a lot of a, a lot of people are or he's a rookie. A lot of people are high in him. I don't know. I don't think there's anything guaranteed there either. He's got Devin Booker ahead of him, and you, you know, like I said, Broncos are a team I didn't do much homework on. But I will tell you, Jeff does need running backs. Booty Champ takes the hilarious pick of the draft, Pierre Garçon. Uh, not, I don't think anybody's taking him over Marquise Goodwin, um, who went two rounds later. So, Paul, you little, little bit of a reach there. You could have, you, Paul, you had just had a terrible draft, man. Jay Ajayi goes next. Uh, he's going to be hurt to start the season, I think. So, we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I tried to stay away from Philly players this year because. I don't know how that team is so good on offense because none of their – I feel like their fantasy players just aren't prevalent except for Carson Wentz if he's healthy. Winner's win takes Lamar Miller. A running back, that sucks. 
but is should be getting a good a, a good workload. So for a while, I guess, until they sign somebody or he gets injured or he just sucks and you can't start him anymore. Drake's favorite team takes Tom Brady, the second quarterback, off the board. And, you know, Tom Brady. Tom's going to Tom. Solid pick. He's going to do great for you. Going to probably win you some weeks. Not a bad pick. Allen Robinson goes to Ghost Rider. Also question marks. One of the great receivers in the league, but on a team with a sophomore quarterback who doesn't who the bears are hard to figure out a lot of people are projecting them to turn around like the rams did but question marks who knows then correct takes derrick henry a pick i like i like derrick henry better than Deion lewis i know some people don't but uh Deion lewis is tiny and is gonna get hurt derrick henry is massive and while he's not that talented i don't believe if the titans can figure out their offensive line he'll be fine solid rb2 rb3 Deion Lewis, the guy I just talked about, goes next. Bad pick. Um, winner's win takes Jarvis Landry. Um, yeah, uh, Browns should be surprising. I don't know. They're the Browns, so I don't, I don't want to speculate, but their offense looks pretty high-powered. Worries about Landry is if Gordon comes back uh, with the running backs they got there and Njoku, is it going to be enough to feed them, especially when Jarvis Landry's never really sustained fantasy relevance? Manuel Sanders, like the pick. Manuel Sanders is great. Should work just like Adam Thielen did last year for um, for uh, fucking Case Keenum in the Vikings. Booty Champ takes another reach and takes Adrian Peterson. Not a terrible pick because Adrian Peterson could be a league winner if he is Adrian Peterson and can somehow get this workload that they fed him in the preseason and maybe, maybe uh, sustain a whole season and have a redemption story. Uh, but... Also, Paul, come on. You could have drafted him like a round and a half later or probably two rounds later. I don't think anyone is going to steal him from you there. And if they did, whoop de doo Corey Davis liked the pick. I like Corey Davis. I'm biased because he's on my dynasty team, but he's, uh, I think top five overall pick with a team that should have a more innovative offense this year. Preseason's been rough over there, but, you know, just the preseason, I hope. Nice Mitch Mark Ingram. Out four games. Only res- reservation I have about that is holding him on, holding on to him for four games. If you don't get a good start, it's going to be tough. You might want to be trading him at some point. But if you can make it out of those first four games with a positive record, or at least with only at least going five hundred, then you're going to have a big weapon to go forward. Cooper Cup goes next. Rams receiver. I don't know. I probably would rather have Robert Woods than Cooper Cup. But Lynch Mob does what Lynch Mob does, and that's make dumb picks. Um, what what is that, Mel? Okay, see you soon. Mel's going for a run, everybody. We got Rashad Penny going next, rookie running back to Civ Div. Um, yeah, upside. That's an upside pick. Uh, Chris Carson's supposed to start, but Rashad Penny is better talent with a team that's offensive line has looked surprisingly pretty good. Um, so, yeah, don't hate on it. This is a guy that was going in like two or three rounds earlier before he broke his hand. But also, you know... Not another guaranteed thing there, Eric. You needed you needed some stability. You didn't get it. Carrion Johnson going to me. You know, everyone knew I liked him. I was actually planning on taking him around four, but this this putrid preseason by the Lions has really got me bummed. So I couldn't do it. And somehow he fell to me in round six. I like it. Carlos Hyde going next in round seven to me to start it off. And you know, I like Hyde. Uh, he's been a good running back. I paired him with Nick Chubb. So one of them gets hurt, helps me out, kind of like DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry last year, even though that did not work out for me. But this is also round seven I'm taking Carlos side. Cam Newton, great pick. Uh, Eric, there's some stability. You finally got it. Let's stop and give you a little bit of a round of applause. Yay. Go, Eric. You did it. You got someone that's guaranteed to... Probably finish in the top five at their position. Yay. Yeah, Cam Newton. Uh, that offensive line worries me, I guess. I mean, that could be risky. Let's see if he gets uh, – hope for you is it gets hectic and he runs a lot because of it. Oh. Deshaun Watson goes next. It's, hey, Stella, shut up over there. 
Deshaun Watson goes to Lynch. Mob Mike Wells taking Deshaun Watson. I'm honestly proud of us that we waited till round seven to hear all these quarterbacks go off the board, guys. Deshaun Watson is going in like the third round in some leagues for some reason because of those three games he started last year where he put up a lot of big numbers. You know, uh, I would never have drafted him because it's a small sample size. He's just coming off of an injury. It's... You know, I don't know. I don't think we can guarantee he's going to be this good, especially drafting him over Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I can't hate on it too much, but I'd like the next pick of Russell Wilson much better. Russell Wilson, Wilson's always a top five quarterback, potentially be number one. I believe he was number one last year. So good pick, Mitchell. Uh, Greg Olson, the replacements, terrible pick. Greg Olson's old. And your team kind of sucks, Jeff. Uh, next pick, Drew Brees. Paul, you have other needs at quarterback. Why would you take a quarterback right after five went? Gosh, you could have you could took Marquise Goodwin, who went next, the right receiver from San Francisco, or you know I don't know something else. Bad pick, Paul. I don't know what you're doing this draft. Confuse me. Marquise Goodwin goes next to Redford. Good pick, Dylan. I like your team this year, man. You you uh, you impressed me in this draft. Sterling Shepard goes to winner's win. Comparing him with Odell, I guess, is not bad. A uh, good fill-in for your other players. We're buying to start both of them, and someone's going to get a touchdown. Chevin Coleman, a player I love, goes to Drake's favorite team. He drafted him last year. Hopefully this year we'll trade uh, we'll trade him to me at one point. I'd be like that. I like him. I wish I could have got him, but, you know, didn't fall out. Robbie Anderson, New York Jet wide receiver. Should be good if... Uh, this rookie quarterback in Sam Darnold's going to play like he did the preseason. So, like the pick, correct? Uh, Jamal Williams, also like the pick, correct? Uh, all indications are that he's going to be the starter coming out of the gate. We'll see what happens when Adam Jones comes back, but if he can impress in the beginning for Green Bay, he should secure that workload and could be a really big upside player. Devin Funches goes to Drake's favorite team. You know, Devin Funches, nothing special in my opinion, but... Uh, He's got, I don't know. I don't really like Devin Funches. I don't like that pick. I would think I would have rather had that rookie boy, DJ Moore, there. Uh, next is a, my pick, I believe. I traded up to get Sammy Watkins. I wanted Tariq Hill. I just want part of that passing game with Patrick Mahomes, so I took Sammy Watkins. Hopefully he has some relevance. They paid him. I think Mahomes looks good. Um that apparently that defense looks bad, so that's going to create some more scoring opportunities, hopefully. And hopefully Travis Kelsey dies or something. Rex Burkhead goes next to Redford. I don't like that pick. I don't like Rex Burkhead. I like Sonny Michelle a lot better than Rex, Rex Burkhead. I just, you know, especially with that, like, random ligament that's holding on by a tear in his knee. People are always talking about him, but, you know, white running backs. Come on, we got to be some kind of racist. Am I right, Dylan? Um, Booty Champ takes Nelson Aguilar, a pick I do like, Paul, finally, with uh, Alshon Jeffrey a little bit hurt. Aguilar, uh, I think, took some took a step forward last year on a team with a high-powered offense. You know, you never really know where the ball is going to go there, so it's going to go to him sometimes. I say good pick with some upside. Jeff takes uh, Jamison Crowder, a pick I like. Alex Smith is a very underrated quarterback. Jamison Crowder is the number one weapon there. Jamison Crowder kind of fell a little bit, so good value, good choice, should work out for you. Alshon Jeffrey goes to life. So Mitch can't argue the talent, can't argue the health. Um, but I don't know why Nelson Aguilar went above him. Is that put in right? I don't know if that's correct. This I don't know if this is correctly put in, but if that's how it happened, I don't really like that. Uh, Michael Crabtree goes to Lynch Mob. Uh, you know, I just hate the Ravens, and I think Joe Flacco sucks, but Crabtree, if he he has been good, should be a red zone threat. Probably their only red zone threat. Robert Woods goes to Civ Div, better than Cooper Cup, and solid last year. Then Dylan, and then Jeremy takes Will Fuller, a pick I don't like because he hasn't really shown much, and you don't know about Deshaun Watson. Everyone says that he was a liar. In round nine, I, you know what? I'm stopping here, guys. I'm not going to go through the rest. I'm just going to tell you some things. Let's see. Some picks that I see that I like in these last rounds. Um, None of them.
of them. You guys, oh, wow, these picks sucked. Wow, yeah, you guys did really bad. Um, issue with Jeff taking Will Lutz at the end instead of a quarterback. You should have took, but you, you should actually go out there and pick up Andrew Luck because Dylan dropped him, and you shouldn't start Jared Goff because he's not that good. Um, I have Des Bryant. We'll see what happens. Kind of want to drop him, but don't really know what to do. So let's go and look through some teams in the league and see and declare who I think had the best draft and who is, uh, you know, poised to go to the playoffs. <laughs> it's early. I know. Um, okay. So we'll start with the champ, Drake's favorite team. With a lineup of Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, Amari Cooper, Juju, Smith, Schuster, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, and Trey Burton, Harrison Buckner, and New Orleans. Mike, I like your team. Uh, I like Trey Burton. Your running backs are, are really good. You got Amari Cooper, who's got some upside. Locked down with Larry Fitzgerald with the consistency, along with Tom Brady, the consistency. I guess if I had to pick one person on your team starting I don't like, it's Juju. Um, didn't really look at your team before, but now I'm scared. Again, you got a solid team. Uh, let's all pray Dalvin Cook gets injured and Kareem Hunt ate shit. But, yeah, uh, and maybe Amari Cooper doesn't figure things out. Best case scenario, Mike, you're looking at another championship. All right, moving on down. Let's look at Civ Div, a.k.a. Drake's favorite team's little bitch. All right, Cam Newton, T.Y. Hilton, Chris Hogan, Robert Woods, Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon, Jimmy Graham, Greg Zerline, and Los Angeles. Those are your starters. Um, You know, I don't like this team, to be honest, Eric. Um, yeah, Cam Newton should provide for his value Hilton, Hogan, and Woods are your starting receivers. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. I think he got a little too cute. Bell and Mixon, yeah, they could be great. They could be, I guess that that's what you're hoping for your league winner. You're hoping Bell comes out there and acts like he normally does, and you're hoping Mixon comes out there and acts like he didn't last year. Jimmy Graham, uh, going to be touchdown dependent in Green Bay. Uh, should happen. Should get some touchdowns, but there's also going to be weeks where he kills you because he doesn't do shit, and Adams gets the touchdowns. But you have Greg the leg, and because for some reason we decided kickers are still cool, maybe that's going to give you an advantage. Huh. Yeah, Eric, I don't know. I'm not predicting you to go to the playoffs. I think that's your best case scenario is you make the playoffs. Booty champ. Drew Brees, Doug Baldwin, Brandon Cooks, Nelson Aguilar, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Jack Doyle, Dan Bailey, and Minnesota are the starters here. Um Notable, Josh Gordon's on the bench. We'll see what happens with him. Uh, he's not going to start week one, but if he can stay good, he's going to be good, and he's going to help out your bad, bad receiving core of Doug Baldwin, Brandon Cooks, and Nelson Aguilar. Um, Cooks has upside. Baldwin, I mean, his upside is kind of what you drafted him for, so you better his, – his ceiling is his value. You got him, so – and I don't think he's going to hit that with his injury. Nelson Aguilar, like I said, there's going to be weeks where he does it. There's going to be weeks where he doesn't. Kamara, McCaffrey, they're going to be good until they're hurt. I don't you know, have an issue with where you drafted Dak, Jack Doyle and why you drafted him. I mean, everyone else had tight ends except for you, and you picked him when you could have picked someone else and just waited because no one's going to take a fucking tight end, and Jack Doyle is not that much better than any of the tight ends that were there. I believe Pierre Garçon was still there. Or not Pierre Garçon. Sorry, I know you love him. I believe not, you're not even starting Pierre Garçon. Um, anyways, <laughs> I, I believe Jordan Reed was there who I like a lot better, but you know, you're Paul, you're probably, you, you always, uh, you always get there. So what, who, what the fuck am I to say? You always get there. You're a three-time champion. I can't shit on you too hard. We're going on to me. Split sits. You guys know I love my team. Rogers, Julio Jones, Golden Tate, Sammy Watkins, Saquon Barkley, Carlos Hyde, Rob Gronkowski, Matt Prater in Jacksonville, best defense, best quarterback, best tight end. Top four receiver, top four running back, in my opinion. I think I have a pretty easy, barring injury, path to the playoffs. I don't think many of you would dispute that. Lynch, Mub, Deshaun Watson, Stephon Diggs, Marvin Jones, Cooper Cup, Ezekiel Elliott, Devonta Freeman, Travis Kelsey, Stephen Guskowski in Denver. All right. I say this is a team that's out of the playoffs from looking at it now. Deshaun Watson is going to be probably just a standard quarterback. 
Diggs should be okay. Jones and Cup, you know, Jones has been good, but he's pretty boomer busty. He needs that touchdown. Cup, to be honest, don't know that much, but a lot of people to feed there. That's, that's like, could be arguably the third receiver on that team. Elliott, solid. Freeman, this is the year Tevin Coleman comes over, baby. Let's go. Travis Kelsey, of course, you got that bookend tight end who should be great. You know, changing up the quarterback. We'll see how much uh, Mahomes, we'll see how advanced he is. But I'm thinking they're going to throw the ball downfield more and not have Alex Smith rely on that tight end as much. So, well, for now, Mike, we're putting you out. No, no playoffs, no playoffs. Ghost Rider. This team is the boomiest of the bustiest of teams. Carson Wentz, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, Leonard Fournette, Jarek McKinnon, Evan Ingram, Ingram, Robbie Gold, Philadelphia. Looking at the starters, a lot better than I first thought. Carson Wentz, you know, we don't know if we're going to be able to start him right away because of uh, injuries, but you got Phillip Rivers on the bench to place. So that'd be good. Hopkins, Evans, and Robinson might be the best receivers in the league. In, in uh, Yeah, in, the, in our league, might have the best receiving core. Because the only other thing that would match you would be Jeff's. And, you know, that's sad for Jeff that he drafted uh, two to start it off. You didn't, and yours are better than his. Leonard Fournette, solid. Jarek McKinnon's your question mark. Um, I think by this week two, you're probably going to be starting Jamal Williams because I really don't know how much I believe in Jarek McKinnon, to be honest. Evan Ingram, uh, a lot of players to feed on that team, but he's a great person for Eli to throw it to because he can't fucking see anymore. coffee is not warm anymore guys so crack i like your team i'll say playoff uh on, on the verge you're one of the maybe ends maybe not ends winners win baby let's see how this team shaped out matthew stafford odell beckham Tariq hill jarvis landry melvin gordon lamar miller miller zach ertz jake elliott in los angeles now jeremy love your receivers um I guess I'd like your two receivers. I don't really, I don't really like Jarvis Landry, um, but love your quarterback Stafford, obviously. Gordon, don't like Miller, like your tight end. Jeremy, you're one of those on the bubble teams. You're gonna need another running back, and you're gonna need another receiver. But you'll probably be able to pick one up. We'll see what Mike Williams does. He could, uh, he could be a game changer for you. Mike Williams of the uh, Los Angeles Cardinals, and by Cardinals, I mean Chargers. Redford hashtag Redford. Kirk Cousins, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Emmanuel Sanders, Todd Gurley, Marshawn Lynch, Kyle Rudolph, Justin Tucker, Detroit. Dylan, you got Gurley. You're going to have a shot. You got Rudolph. He should be good. You got Michael Thomas. I don't know how I feel about Thielen. Like Emmanuel Sanders, hate your quarterback and Kirk Cousins. Think you should have kept luck. Marshawn Lynch, wild card. But if he goes down, you got no one. Your bench is not... Not very good on running backs. I guess you got Burkhead for the beginning. But, Dylan, we'll put you on the fringe as well. I can't guarantee you you're going to make the playoffs. Life's a Mitch. Russell Wilson, Devontae Adams, A.J. Green, Demarius Thomas, David Johnson, LaShawn McCoy, Jordan Reed, Matt Bryant, Houston. Mitchell, like your team. You got some receivers I like in Devontae Adams and A.J. Green. You got David Johnson, LaShawn McCoy. You got Jordan Reed. You got so much potential here. You got Sony Michelle, who is going to be better than Rex Burkhead you got Mark Ingram you're going to have a plethora of running backs to trade and deal for that third receiver to replace Demarius Thomas Mitchell I'm booking it now I'm putting you in the playoffs I know I say this every year but this team is really good with a lot of potential I like it Mitchell good job and we got the replacements the last team on this list, Jared Goff, Keenan Allen, Antonio Brown, Corey Davis, Jordan Howard, Alex Collins, Greg Olson, Will Lutz, Baltimore. Thing I got to say about this, Jeff, I hope you enjoy being handcuffed to somebody. It's probably Paul. That'd be my guess is the two last place finishers are Paul and Jeff. Wow, I don't like this team. Alex Collins and Jordan Howard as your running backs. Man, you better hope Keenan Allen outperforms where you drafted him and Antonio Brown stays number one and Jared Goff can do something or Alex Collins doesn't get replaced by someone midseason and Greg Olson doesn't fucking retire midseason. Because boy, does your team look suspect, my friend. Welcome to the booty bowl. Welcome to the worst you've ever finished in a league. Can't wait to play your team because it's going to be a very, very easy win. So you heard it here first, guys. I got me going to the playoffs. I got Mitchell going to the playoffs. I got 
listen, that's the tough part for the next one. Let's see. You know what? Let's put let's put the champ in, Drake's favorite team, and let's put Ghost Rider in. But we'll put those guys on the fringe. Guarantee me and Mitchell. Uh, Ghost Rider, Drake's favorite team, on the fringe. We got uh, win, Winner's Win and Redford also on the fringe. We got Civ Div, don't like it. Booty Champ, don't like it. Lynch Mob, don't like it. And the replacements, boy, does that team look terrible, in my opinion. Well, man, I've been doing a lot of talking, guys, and I still have about 10 minutes left. So what else should we talk about? Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm just moving this forward because that's it, guys. We'll be back next week, and... um, we're going to break down the matchups and we're going to predict some winners for these games. Uh, thank you for listening. Please go ahead and uh, subscribe. If you're interested in uh, my fantasy football league and you're not one of the uh, nine people in it that aren't me and you like this, go ahead and subscribe, rate and review split six. I'll be back on split six in two weeks. Can't wait for that day. Um, go lions. Even though you've looked terrible, uh, I'll talk more about them next week. And we'll get into the nitty-gritty of the season. Good plan with you guys. Um, have fun under the final year of Dylan as commissioner before shit gets fucking nuts and I take over. And we're doing all kinds of whack-ass, crazy, hood rat shit. Love you guys. Follow me on Twitter, at Nick Wagella. Need more followers. Retweet me on Twitter, please. Need more retweets. Um, peace.